Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Casting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a linguist. no idea. <laughs> I, love I didn't that. know you were, a but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. Two six seven twenty two Jiggy. Daddy Hey Jiggy, what's happening, man? Must <laughs> be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy play guitar. It's a great name, and thanks for much having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you know you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Welcome to a fabulous edition of the world famous Jiggy Jaguar Radio Program, coast to coast and border to border on TuneIn. iTunes, a real loyalty stitcher. 20 to 50 plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. iHeartRadio as well. Thanks for tuning in to the big broadcast from the KJAG Radio Studios. We are live 2 to 5 Central, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific, 1 to 4 Mountain Standard. Each and every day, JiggyJaguar.com. Come and we've got uh, Don Mazzella with us today, and uh, we lost Ike. No, there's IQ. We've got, I believe, IQ Al Rizzoli on Skype as well. We've got both of them joining us today. And um, first of all, I want to start with Don. What, what, what do you make of this convention so far uh, out there <laughs> in Cleveland? Do you mean what's really happening or what the media is reporting? There are sometimes, <laughs> sometimes some, two different things, Don, as you know. It, it is unbelievable. You know, I've covered enough conventions to know there's the, the, the rumors and everything run through it. But, you know, um, it's amazing how the media seems to um, glom onto every negative uh, there is yet doesn't talk about the, uh, the convention. Uh, I heard from somebody I know who's at the convention who tells me that uh, actually they're surprised by how much unity is there. They sense victory. They sense that if they all pull together, um, that there's a good chance that uh, uh, Trump can triumph. Uh, would they have preferred a different candidate? Absolutely. But you go with what you, you have... And uh, uh, the New York Times yesterday said there was a 76% chance that Hillary would win. And, uh, you know, it, uh, uh, they quickly revised that a little bit downward. Um, uh, from every, everything I've, I'm seeing and hearing and, and talking, and maybe I'm talking to the wrong people, 
but there's a lot of d dissension out there, a lot of people who are not satisfied, and I don't think they're going to go with the, with a comfortable candidate, Hillary Clinton. I think they're going to give uh, Donald Trump an opportunity. We've also got IQ Al-Rizzoli. IQ, can you hear us, my friend? I don't know if IQ can hear us. He's on Skype. I can see him. He looks like he's there. Huh. Well, well, we'll just keep going with Don until IQ <laughs> until IQ comes in and joins us here. Well, one thing that I've noticed, Don, that that I've I've been wanting to get your thoughts on is this uh, particular situation with the fact that Jill Stein has five percent, which is unheard of from the Green Party, and uh, Gary Johnson has fifteen percent, twelve to fifteen percent in polls, and I know that's probably got to be a lot of folks that don't want to support Trump. And I'm sure that's a lot of folks that are angry at Hillary. So if at some point, uh, I guess the rules state that the only way Gary Johnson gets on the debate stage is if Hillary or Trump let him up there. So what, what, what do you make of this? Is this a three- or four-person race? Well, it's not that, but every every negative vote uh, that you have from those two parties uh, uh, two out of three uh, pull away from Donald Trump. Uh, it's a sad fact, but but true. Uh, I, I, w I wish it were different, but it's not. Uh, they have the potential to tip the race to um, uh, uh, Hillary, but I really don't think that, that uh, that's going to happen. I think when it's going to come down to it, and the time to ask me, uh, Jiggy, is a week after Labor Day. Uh, V.O. Key, which was one of the first and greatest of all political scientists, said the election was decided in the, uh, the, uh, the first week in September. And uh, I've not known it to uh, uh, differ that much, um, except in the, in the race, which were a toss-up with Bush and uh, Gore. So uh, uh, if you ask me that question, uh, uh, the week after Labor Day week, uh, I'll give you a better answer, but I, I really <laughs> okay. feel. We've got uh, Don Mazzella with us today. I believe we also have IQ Al-Rizzoli with us. He looks like he's here with us on Skype. And um, IQ is, uh, it, he looks like he's there. I, I, I don't see uh, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be. I, I, this is the weirdest thing. Skype is a... Uh, Skype is an interesting animal, <laughs> I will have to say. Well, perhaps you can call in. But um, anyway, I mean, I always look forward to listening to him because I always learn something from him. <laughs> yes, a lot of people learn something from him. He is he is uh, absolutely amazing. A couple weeks ago, we had... Uh, and I'll have to shoot you that that link to that uh, to that podcast that we did. But we did a uh, we did a show with IQ and I believe um, God, what was his name? There was a uh, the, the, there was a, a gentleman on that was basically basically IQ was talking about the fact that this is the guy he's looked up to all these years, and uh, they are I guess going to be going on some sort of. Uh, church speaking tours and different things and uh it, it it was it was a really really interesting program now uh now don another another story that's out there that uh i just cannot believe that, that this is just amazing i know that 
they've been trying to keep it under wraps because of the convention this week. But this um, Roger Ailes situation over at Fox News and sexual harassment and all that aside, because that's not really the story here that I want to focus on. The story I want to focus on is the fact that Roger Ailes... um, is well-respected in that network and in that industry and in cable news. And he's got a lot of pull. And and before Fox News was created, he was the producer and basically helped Rush Limbaugh uh, do a really, really good TV program. And that led to Fox News being created. The rumors over the last couple days is that Hannity, O'Reilly, and Greta Van Susteren have clauses in their contracts that apparently state that if... Roger Ailes leaves or gets fired from Fox at any time during their their reign there or their contract. They have an out clause and they can leave with him. Um, what do you make of that if that were to take place? Because that would mean there are three big spots in prime time that are basically open, and someone could come in and hire Roger Ailes. I'm not. I'm, I'm not sure who, because I don't know if Newsmax has got the kind of budget that would be able to afford all all four of them. But, well, I'll um, give you. A, uh, I'll, I'll give you a, a bigger one. <laughs> a rumor, okay, is that he's going over to CNN. <laughs> oh my God! Really? That's, that's that's one I I heard today from a friend of mine. But but the answer is uh, I, I can't confirm or deny that. But um, uh, don't forget, he brought those two uh, those guys in. He supported them when they first started. Everybody looks and says, "Gee, uh, Fox is the leader," but it took a lot of money. And uh, by the way, he is a personal favorite of Rupert Murdoch. And the reason um, uh, this deal is not consummated is Murdoch's on vacation. And uh, his two sons want to uh, uh, want to um, get rid of Ailes, yeah, and, and he's not letting them. And and this will drag on into next week because uh, Murdoch's on vacation, and he is notorious for the fact that he will not make decisions on his vacation. Uh, and he wants to come back and sit with his two sons and and work this out. Because also Murdoch is very much. Um, uh, if anybody can be accused of sexual harassment, it is Murdoch. Yes. Uh, Murdoch, uh, uh, all three of them. Uh, uh, so you know, the, who can call the kettle black? <laughs> but 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 the answer is, and quite frankly, um, in this business, um, uh, in the news business, if uh, uh, there wasn't sexual harassment, there wouldn't be a news business. Yes, and uh, you know. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I've, uh, in 50 years, I've seen so much of it and so many levels that, you know, uh, what else? He probably asked her, will you sleep with me? And she said, no, he said, fine, and let's go on. Uh, and now, um, uh, you know, the, uh, now uh, the, the woman got fired, and uh, frankly, it uh, depends how you, who you talk to, she deserved it or not. And uh, she's brought the suit, and the, the sons want to bail, and Murdoch is uh, holding out. Will yeah. Ailes go? Unfortunately, he will. Uh, it's unfortunate for Fox because he, he made it far and away the, the best and the, um, uh, the most viewed uh, uh, station. 
And by the way, uh, points up an interesting thing. If there were so many people out there supporting Hillary, why is Fox the number one st- a news station? <laughs> yeah. CNN is so good, and it so reflects the people. Why is that? Uh, I had a statistic last year that uh, surprised me, which was that um, in a, a survey taken by uh, um, uh, a survey place, they um, they found that uh, uh, Fox News uh, was now uh, in public places. Fifty-eight percent of, um, uh, of of the viewers, and only where uh, CNN is contractually obliged, like in the airports, has CNN held its own over the last five years. Um, so you know you, you're sitting there with the winner, and it's like uh, uh, everybody else. So do you really want to get rid of a winner uh, when he uh, when he or she is doing so well? If Marissa Meyer was doing well at uh, uh, Yahoo, they wouldn't be selling the company. Yes. Uh, you know, um, uh, so all of this, and um, um, Murdoch looks at one thing, the bottom line. There are people he has working for him that hate him and he hates them. But they do one thing, make money. And that's all he worries about. And, uh, and look, see, that's so, the thing, Don, is that uh, they're they're making a lot of money over there at Fox. They and and this was the the shocking thing that I saw with uh, with this whole thing of O'Reilly and Greta and Hannity leaving is uh, Hannity's contract. First of all, <laughs> is only um, is is only available uh, until after this this uh, election cycle, anyway, because. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no uh he doesn't have anything past this this election cycle so if he leaves okay <laughs> so you know that well this gives him this gives him leverage because the uh, thing that murdoch will want is continuity he's a big one for continuity so uh if he threatens to leave um uh it may end up giving him a bigger contract well, that too, that too, and it is, uh, uh, it it could very well happen. Yeah, you know, it, it's how you look at it. But we're talking millions of dollars with uh, the separation package. Don't forget, uh, Al still has a um, a powerful tool. He's only been accused. He hasn't been convicted, and they have to go to arbitration. They're um, and by, uh, by the way, the big uh, in- interesting story is Megan Kelly saying a uh, uh, leak that she said that he did uh, put, put the hit on her. I don't think there's a man uh, alive that wouldn't try to put the hit, hit on her. <laughs> yes. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Um, uh, I'm, I'm about, about to say something my wife absolutely hates. <laughs> Do you know why a man uh, names his penis? Why? <laughs> because he doesn't want a total stranger ma- uh, making ninety percent of their decisions. <laughs> that is fantastic. We've got Don Mazzella with us today. He is our newspaper man from SB Digest, and uh, also he uh, co-hosts two guys from Verona each and every Tuesday night on W four Y W four C Y Radio. And uh, IQ Rizzoli is gonna. He's having speaker issues. He is going to attempt to call in on the traditional telephone and uh and chat with us um now i hope 
Now, Don, uh, what what did you make of uh, some of these? I've been looking at some of these different things that have been going on out there in Cleveland. I've been looking at the the protesters, and and I've been looking at stuff like uh, Alex Jones has been posting videos of him at different speeches and rallies and things. And there's all sorts of all sorts of things going on out there that's outside of the convention. There's a whole world outside of that convention. Um, and then there's things going on actually inside of the convention. Uh, what do you make of this situation with with Ted Cruz and the possibility that he may speak and then try to pull some coup to try to get the nomination away from Trump, even though they've officially given it to him as of, I believe it was yesterday? Uh, the, the train has left the station, and if Cruz were smart... Um, and everybody tells me he's a very probably the smartest man in the Senate. He'll go along with it. If Trump wins, uh, he's still young enough that eight years from now he can run. If he loses, he could then uh, be a good party boy and try again in four years. Um, you know, uh, uh, I've covered conventions and rumors going through the. I've heard some outlandish. Uh, rumors occurring at conventions that w- would make you sit down and laugh if they weren't <laughs> taken serious. If you go on the floor of the convention or any of the suites or anything, on any given day, any given election, and if I can uh, go back, um, uh, if you, re- uh, I won't cover the McGovern convention, uh, I guess it was 72. And you know, of course, that the, uh, Senator McGovern did not get on to make a speech until 2 a.m. in the morning, Eastern Time. <laughs> and as someone said at the time, the only people that were, were awake were in Hawaii. <laughs> but the, the point about it was um, they tried every which way to get him on earlier. And the the things that went on there would would, would make you laugh. Say these are grown up people arguing about this and that and the other thing. Um, uh, but can I also talk about? I covered the Chicago convention. Yes. Uh, in '68, with all the riots and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, what people forgot was that inside the convention, most of the delegates did not know what was going on. They went about their business of nominating Hubert Humphrey, and you know, and one thing about Hubert Humphrey, he was the happy warrior, and he was a, a, a great man in many respects. And if you got to know him, you really, uh, you know, I'm not exactly a fan of most Democrats, but you, if you got to know him, you really, you really uh, found the man who believed in this country and believed. Uh, in what he uh, what he did, but also believed in working together. And, and uh, at that convention, he he tried to keep he and his people tried to keep uh, uh, things moving along inside the convention hall. And for, um, he had a brief meeting with uh, Mayor Daly, and um, Mayor Daly said, "I'll take care of the outside; you take care of the inside." And Daly did. Uh, and uh, uh, I'm told, I've not heard this directly from anybody, that Humphrey always um, regretted that he gave uh, Daly carte blanche on that issue. He should have said, let things happen. 
Um, but that that's another story. Uh, you know, uh, uh, con- conventions are fun. I don't know if I've said this, but the, the John Chancellor, if you if you probably weren't around, in 1964 was arrested on the floor of the Republican Convention at the Cow Palace. Uh, and I was, uh, at that time, uh, you had to carry a heavy uh, transmitter pack, which as a young man I did. And, uh, you know, we were hustled off the floor. And, uh, again, it was a big event on TV, but it was a non-event in the convention. And don't forget, conventioners are there for one thing, to have a good time. I mean, the conventions are fun. I've been invited to one, uh, to uh, the Democratic Convention. They're having a, a big uh, media event at the, uh, citizen, at the Philadelphia Philly game on Sunday. I'm not going, unfortunately. But, um, you know, the delegates are there to have fun. If you ever carouse with them, boy, do they have fun. It is the uh, fantastic Don Mazzella with us today here on uh, the world-famous Chicky Jaguar radio program. We've got IQ Alrizoli is going to attempt to call in here in a few moments, and uh, we will try to get him on the traditional telephone. And uh, something else that is uh, that is going on as far as the, uh, the, the, the politics situation out there in uh, Cleveland is this, uh, <laughs> this whole thing of Jeb. Um, he has these delegates that apparently cost fifty million each. They're going to uh, <laughs> they're going to be out there at the convention today. Mike Pence is going to be speaking. I understand this evening. Um, what do you make of Mike Pence? Because I get the impression that he is a, a, a good guy, but he's he doesn't have a lot of opinions that are the same as Trump's, and it makes me believe that. The only reason he's involved is because this is Trump's way of saying, "Okay, if I got to have an establishment New World Order guy, I guess I'll take Mike Pence." Uh, <laughs> what do you make of, of of this Mike Pence character? Well, I think it was a superb decision by uh, uh, Trump. He had to pick a mainstreamer. He should have picked yeah. the, the governor of South Carolina, who's a woman. If I if I were if I were uh, um, uh, yes. uh, talking with him, but uh, regardless, he's a man that can reassure the uh, the American public that uh, Trump is not a madman. He, he can reassure the Republican establishment that um, uh, there's somebody there that's one of them. Um, if Hillary chooses a uh, Elizabeth Warren. Senator Warren to make it an all-woman ticket. He will do very well against her because he's a man of reason. And what this country needs right now is reason. Uh, what people fail to realize is Spence knows how to reach across the aisle and get Democrats on board. If you look at his record in Indiana, which is by control both houses by Republicans, but his measures... Uh, he has managed to bring the Repu- the Democrats into the uh, fold on many key issues. Uh, Indiana is no longer a right-to-work state. Uh, and there's a lot of different things about Mike um, uh, Spence that, that make so much sense that it's a good choice. Um, if he had picked a, a general or something, it would have been a mistake. But what he did is he picked somebody 
that the uh, people can point to and say he's a reasonable choice. He he got the nomination by being a madman. Now he, he's showing his true colors, and uh, he he will govern. It was, to me, a, a smart decision. We've got uh, the fabulous Don Mazzella with us today. We are still awaiting uh, IQ Al Rizzoli, but uh, when he joins us here in a few moments, uh, I think he's having some technical issues on, on his end, on Skype and on uh, on the telephone. But um, there, there is there is another situation that is going on out there to uh, th- this, this whole thing with um, Hillary Clinton. Uh, she seems to be this the, the ringleader, it seems, of this war on cops. Um, local community policing seems to be out. Federal oversight policing is in. Um, how, do, how do you feel uh, Hillary is, is going to continue this, this whole thing with, uh, with cops and, and everything else that's going down the line here? Well, uh, she has no choice in the matter. She has got to get... Um, uh, a large portion of the black vote out, and that that uh, she seems to think is the issue that will get them to the polls. Um, I talked to I have a I've talked to somebody inside her campaign. Um, uh, they're having a, a big fight because she um, uh, she has to keep quiet until she gets a nomination. But uh, let us be frank. If you ask the question, are you better off today than you were eight years ago? Um, uh, most Americans will say no. And uh, part of it is the slow economic growth. This issue, this uh, presidential election will be decided on which of the two candidates uh, presents the most the, uh, forceful argument for economic growth, a plan that they say will work. Hillary Clinton right now is saying government is the only solution. Trump is going to go in there, and he has a, some very valid arguments. Um, uh, I only point out the one thing. What impressed me about uh, uh, Donald Trump was the city of New York for four years could not uh, get the Woolman Rink repaired, which is an ice skating rink in Central Park. He did it in four months, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, he knows how to get things done. You may not like the way he gets them done, <laughs> and there are pe- there are, there are people. He could not get elected dog catcher in Atlantic City, <laughs> uh, and there are a lot of people. He ruined a lot of people in Atlantic County, which surrounds Atlantic City. But he made a. But he personally made a lot of money out of out of uh, Atlantic City gambling. Yes. He's made a lot of money different ways. You can argue this. You can say he's a terrible capitalist. But right now we need capitalists to generate jobs. The answer to the economy is jobs. Find ways of doing it. We've got to... Uh, he's, yes. he's better positioned. Uh, Hillary Clinton has never run anything in her life. <laughs> uh, no, no, she hasn't. That's... And Donald Trump has, and he's got millions of dollars. You know, they talk about all the deals that didn't go through, but he took over um, the railroad yards in the, on the Upper West Side of New York and turned them into Trump Plaza. And if you go down the West Side Highway, on the left is a row upon row of tall apartment buildings with thousands of people living in them very well. So, uh, you know, these are the things that... Uh, uh, the New York Times and other publications 
all they focus on on the deals he didn't do or the bankruptcies. Well, you know, the, uh, we're just completing a book um, on, on growing a small business uh, for Small Business Digest. And it's amazing how many entrepreneurs that are quoted in this book say, yeah, I failed. And this is what I learned from it. <laughs> the thing about uh, uh, the thing about Trump is, uh, all along, he's uh, learned the great uh, learned how to uh, from his mistakes and learned how to use. There's a wonderful expression: other people's money. Yes, that's uh, you know that's the smart thing. Um, and when the thing that people don't realize about the recession. Uh, that we've just, uh, I don't think we've come through, we've just the tail end, is yeah. that the money dried up. The, the They talk about these boom and bust cycles, but boom cycles generate lots of free cash, and lots of free cash leads to a lot of different things. Yes. We, and, and what um, uh, President Obama has done uh, is turn off that sprinkler, and he's never really turned it back on. Um, there's an article in today's Wall Street Journal that talks about, you know who's the uh, biggest lender to New York uh, uh, builders uh, um, right now? The Bank of the Ozarks, who's located in Alabama, <laughs> uh, in Arkansas. Yes. Uh, a billion eight in loans right now to construction, whereas uh, the traditional uh, uh, lenders are staying out of the market. Um, it's when you have free flowing money is is when things really start to grow up, and uh, I don't want to get into the uh, argument about the interest rate because frankly I don't understand why lowering the rate or raising the rate is uh, affects this, but it does. I leave that to Dan Perkins. <laughs> but, the, the, but but the point I'm trying to make is uh, we're, we're sitting here. At a time when we're not generating jobs, we're not doing. We're going to have a report in a couple of weeks that's going to tell you. I guarantee that by golly, we had two hundred thousand new jobs generated, as John Cradell of the New York Post points out continually, and has done it for the last five years. Uh, these are all fake numbers. Uh, I don't think there's an American family. Uh, uh, today that does not know somebody who, is, who has quit uh, looking for a job simply because they're not available. We have you know, 84, 94 million people out of work. That's a lot. That's, that's more than the population of the United States during the greatest uh, recession of the 30s, if you think about it that way. So we're sitting here with, with a lot of different um, uh, ideas and and the candidate, and that's why this speech uh, Thursday by Donald Trump is so important. If he gets on that stage and says these are the things that I am going to do to get the economy going, and contrasted, what is Hillary going to say? She's going to spend more government money, and she puts that she, he stands a very good chance of winning. We've got Don Mazzella with us today. He joins us live here on our broadcast. And uh, veteran newsman and political commentator, he uh, joins us today. And we'll see if this is IQ. Well, okay, he'll he'll call back, hopefully. <laughs> now, um, now, Don, I, I want to get into another topic here that I, that I know you've got a lot of experience in, and that is uh, 
this situation that uh, is taking place across the country with uh, opioid overdose. Um, there, there is a lot of things going on with this. Uh, as of 2014, nearly 2 million Americans have abused or were uh, dependent on prescription opioid painkillers. Uh, nearly 19,000 have died from prescription overdoses. And uh, the AMA recently adopted several new policies. But the question is, will some of these work? What are some of these policies that, that, that they've recently adopted? Well, uh, I'm, uh, I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, but I have to tell you, uh, uh, let's see if this is on cue. Hold on, Don. Nope. Okay. Keep going. (laughs) Sorry (laughs) about that. I'll just, I'll just let you do your thing. And if the phone rings, I'll answer it. Go ahead, Don. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, what I was about to say, I'm, I'm, I'm myself learning. See, as you know, I'm a director of a a medical marijuana facility in New Jersey. We're nonprofit. Yes. And uh, that's how I got into this whole opioid issue. They are uh, essentially the AMA is asking its members to, uh, in effect, review their policies of, of issuing opiates, uh, re- review, uh, reviewing, uh, stopping uh, the initial uh, usage of them. Um, not stopping it so much as trying to curtail it, because the feeling is that, that the, the opiates are being prescribed too freely uh, to, uh, to the point now where they're starting to be detrimental. One of the things that the research has shown is that um, our tolerance for, for opiates grows with usage. The more the more we use, the more, the more obviously we become addicted. Um, but but more importantly than becoming addicted, we're addicted to bigger doses. To finally to a point where we where we uh, overdose on it. I don't. Uh, that's one thing. Uh, two. The the other thing that that's come up is a realization that a lot of the them are now coming off patent and are being used as generics. And they're actually cheaper, and uh, uh, cheaper means more people can afford to use them uh, and pay for themselves. Uh, that's that's the uh, second thing. Um, they're they're also in trying to encourage greater research to try to find um, opioids that are non less addictive, and um, uh, I, I'm. I'm uh, uh, saying less about it because I have a, a lot more research to do on that. I, I got into this, as I said, because uh, um, the research on medical marijuana found out that, uh, believe it or not, the marijuana was less addictive than the opioids, and and uh, that's being proven in several uh, uh, major studies across the world, none in the United States because we still... Uh, uh, ban most uh, marijuana uh, 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 addiction, and one of the things that will happen between now and uh, uh, the December is that President uh, Obama and, and his people will uh, loosen constraints on that. That's about all I can say on, on that now, uh, because I'm still studying to the point where I feel comfortable with it. Yeah. 
We've got uh, Don Mazzella with us today, veteran newsman, political commentator. You've seen him on MSNBC and Wall Street Journal. Um, he is here with us today talking about recognized opioid overdose. And uh, how does the AMA basically plan to combat some of these stats? Because I know that... Uh, that the, the AMA they don't want to endorse medical marijuana quite yet, but uh, they're they're inching every day close tows it more closer. Oh, there's no question. Um, the, their first line of defense is the, uh, and the, these new guidelines are, are very uh, um, very evident. Uh, they're trying to encourage doctors to use other methods to um, control pain control other things and there's another side to this which tells you a little bit about generational changes our grandparents viewed pain as something you endured the later recent generations do not want to endure pain it's a very I hope I'm explaining this correctly but a little, um, as a friend of mine said, uh, who, who's a doctor, uh, she said, pain is uh, is used by the body to warn us about problems. Uh, just like uh, the cl- uh, uh, clicking in your steering wheel, which I heard about today from a mechanic, warns us there's something wrong with the steering. Pain uh, gives you a, a warning that th- something is wrong. Uh, and continuous pain tells you something is seriously wrong. But but this generation uh, prefers to have that pain masked. And the M- AMA is try- trying to say not to let pain happen, but to, to, to teach people to, to listen to pain and understand what pain's about and to c- consult and, uh, and consult with their doctor, bring these things up. The, uh, it's a subtle difference, but an important one, and one of the things the AMA, I think, really wants to do. We've got Don Mazzella with us today. He joins us live here on the telephone, and uh, recognizing opioid overdose is the topic here in our uh, Wednesday edition of the world-famous Jaguar radio program. And um, uh, what role do you think physicians are going to have in this fight, Don, because they, they, they could come at from all sorts of different angles? Well, uh, phys- your uh, physician is your first line of defense on any si- sickness, anything, um, uh, and they're go- they are going to play an important role. But don't forget, physicians are human as well, yes. and and they also they also deal with people who are coming in and say, "Doctor, free me of this pain," um, and if if a pill can do it. Um, versus something else. Uh, uh, just one example. It's very difficult. If you, if you have a pain in your leg, it's very difficult to get a MRI to find out what's wrong with that pain. But it's very easy to prescribe an opiate to mask that pain. And, the, and there are studies out there w- which seem to indicate, and I'm not the expert, you know, the wrong one to ask on this, that um, uh, we suffer more catastrophic illness when we let things uh, fester rather uh, because we've masked the pain. If we catch it earlier, we may be able to do more with it. Um, 
I use a, in a particular case uh, uh, knee joints. Uh, knee replacement and knee uh, surgeries are now, uh, I think, third in in um, uh, popularity in, in America today. But uh, uh, but sometimes you can avoid surgery if you do other um, types of, of uh, uh, remedies beforehand. Uh, but uh, we, we take an aspirin. Uh, you know, I always liked the line, which I didn't realize. If aspirin were uh, developed today, it would be a controlled jug, drug. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Yes, yes, uh, yes indeed, Don. That is uh, that is completely correct. We're going to try to get Don and IQ back on here. That was a, a Skype drop. I don't know what that was all, all about, but... Uh, We'll see if we can get them both in here. Okay. Uh, I'm here. There we go. Uh, was that Rizzoli? I believe so. IQ, can you hear me? Oh, he's still got speaker problems, I believe. Maybe not. Maybe he's got us on mute. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we've got uh, Don Mazzella with us today. He joins us live here on the telephone or on Skype audio. And uh, I believe we've got IQ Al Rizzoli as well. Um, but uh, we'll continue on with Don here as as we move forward. Um, now, um, the, you mentioned there about the aspirin situation. Um, how does this get into the, the, the overall death rate, the, the opioid overdose death rate? This seems to be very, very high. Uh, Don, give us your thoughts on that. Well, they are, they are high because, uh, like, uh, like many other things Americans do, they overindulge. Uh, you know, uh, uh, there's a wonderful line from a, a, a Thousand Clowns, a, a play in a movie by Abe Burroughs. And in it, um, uh, a social worker says to the hero, come back to reality. And he replies, I'll only go as a tourist. Uh, and uh, um, America... <laughs> Took you a while to think about that one, right? Yes, yes. It's one of my it's one of my favorite lines because Americans don't like reality. But, um, if I I'm going to digress a little bit. One of the toughest things that um, our soldiers in Vietnam had to realize is once you're dead, you're dead. You didn't get alive yes. again. Yes. They had been brought up on television, and um, it, it was a very interesting thing. If you talk to commanders. Um, many of whom had seen action in the Korean War and before the television generation, and the young people that had grown up, um, uh, it took a long time for the for sometimes soldiers to realize the reality of war. Um, the, it's a the subject for another day. But opiates are, are, are a wonderful way of uh, letting yourself go. If you... Um, and uh, zonking yourself out on uh, the world, uh, we see it uh, every day. N- uh, nowadays, if you walk down the streets, you see people uh, with earphones in their uh, their head. They're walking in New York City, one of the great cities of the world. And what do they have? They have these earphones on, listening to music, ignoring the world outside. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. It's it's the weirdest, the weirdest thing, Don. You know, you sit there, and you you know, uh, and you think of it, and you stand there, and you walk, and you sit there, and and just sit and wonder, uh, what what are they missing? They're missing their whole lives, and uh, opioids of all sorts 
uh, marijuana, recreational marijuana, everything else. Um, uh, all of these things are all designed for one thing, to blot out reality. Now, true, real, uh, there's a lot of bad things about reality. Um, uh, we, we all face them every day. But it, uh, I'm going to go really far afield, Jiggy, and, and give you uh, my my view, which is that uh, people don't don't seem to want to deal with reality. It's it's a uh, it, it, world is not nice out there. Um, uh, we like it to be. It's it's interesting uh, 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 to bring this into perspective. The third most popular channel. Uh, cable channel is the Hallmark Channel, yes. and their programs uh, uh, consist of boy meets girl, boy loses girl, boy finds girl, <laughs> and they live happily ever after. <laughs> and and we would all uh, like that to be the case. We, we know it's not. Um, you know, we like to think that marriage is forever. There, there's got to be a reason why half of all marriages in America are failing. You know. Yes. Uh, uh, you know, we haven't learned. Uh, I'm getting philosophical, so we shouldn't uh, get <laughs> onto this. But uh, <laughs> no, um, go ahead, Don. Uh, uh, it, it's just I, I, you know, I I've been covering the uh, world for a long time. I've been watching it, and I have to tell you, at the age of seventy-three, I'm still surprised by humans and what they do, and what they say, and how they act. Still surprised, and and still, uh, 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 that's what's wonderful. I had a man working for me years ago that said the world would be a dull place if it weren't for people, and he was so right. Um, so we're, we're we're sitting here, um, and, and uh, before uh, and I'm going to go. Um, by the way, I want to point out something to you about Donald Trump. Yes, I don't know if you heard. But the the speechwriter for Donald Trump's wife admitted that she made the mistakes. If they were mistakes, I didn't think they were. I read the reread the speech yes. for uh, for Mrs. Trump's speech, and she offered her resignation. And Donald Trump said to her, "No, you made a mistake. So what? You know, you you know what I mean? Yes, yes. I believe uh, we have uh, IQ Arizoli joining us. IQ, can you hear us? Can you hear me? Yes, we've yes. got you. We've got you. Hey, IQ, now you can take over. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, can't can believe, I can't believe how the computers can work out wrong. Unbelievable. I've been trying to talk to you for last, what, 40 minutes now. Yeah. Anyway, thank God we can communicate. Uh, I, I, IQ, do you, uh, do you ever see that cartoon of uh, the bear... Uh, putting his paw through a computer and saying, uh, um, uh, uh, punch down. Anyway, uh, that's sometimes how I feel with my computer. But- <laughs> Listen, it's, it never, ha- it hadn't happened before with me. Anyway, I'm glad you are on. Anybody, anything happening with the Newt Gingrich? Do you think he will be Secretary of State? Do you think? Do I think the, do you think Donald Trump will put Newt Gingrich as Secretary of State. I, I, I'm sorry, IQ. I don't know who who, who as Secretary of State. Newt. Oh, Newt. I hope not. Oh, 
Who, who do you? Who would you prefer? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I love that. Why? Well, <laughs> I, I believe. Well, first off, I believe and hope that Donald Trump will rein in his um, rantings and everything else, and and be. Uh, not as a tax on Hillary Clinton. I think that that's the way to win this election, is to um, uh, uh, to lay out a plan for economic recovery, and and uh, keep the, the, telling Hillary Clinton she's a liar, which she is. Uh, but I think he, he's then got to move forward and find uh, people uh, in some of the key roles, like Secretary of State. Uh, I, I think uh, he will be his own Secretary of State. I think what will be more important is who he puts on, on as his national security ad advisor, because that will be the key role, because he or she will have the most um, uh, influence. And my own choice, I, I know it's not the favorite of many conservatives, is Condoleezza Rice as Secretary of State. I, I think... Uh, Having spoken with her and having watched her for a long time, I thought uh, that she is probably the most um, uh, articulate and far-seeing of all the people uh, right now in, in national affairs. My question to you, why you don't like Newt Gingrich? What's wrong with him? He's articulate, he's very clever, and he says it the way it is. What's wrong with him? In diplomacy, you don't say what it is, but what you can get. Um, uh, I, right, uh, right now, we need somebody to rebuild uh, America's prestige and American armaments while somebody else goes out there and quietly tells people, if you don't go along with what we say, what, what, uh, what we need and what we say, uh, you, uh, you're going to suffer. You're going to suffer economically because we now control the oil. You're going to su suffer militarily because we are going to use the uh, um, the power of the United States to project um, uh, our needs. Not what the, the uh, countries need, but our needs. We need to roll back the, the Chinese in the Far East, particularly in the Philippine Sea. We need to roll back Russia. In, uh, uh, and we've got to roll back ISIS. And uh, I don't believe Newt Gingrich has uh, has the will or anything else to do that. I'll tell you what. Donald Trump will have to accommodate himself with Russia. Donald Trump will have to accommodate himself with China. Because the enemy that we have, it's a worldwide enemy, is Islam. America will not be able to solve it by herself. China will be able will not be able to do it, or Russia by herself. This is going to be a combined effort. Russia, China, India, Japan, and America together. I'm forgetting about Europe, because Europe is sold out at the moment until they overthrow the governments. But this is the war. The war is not with China. The war is not with Russia. The war is with Islam. Correct me if I'm wrong. IQ, like I say, I always learn something new from you whenever we talk. And you've hit it right on the button. You're absolutely right in what you just said. However, the only way you make good friends is by being strong. 
correct. But Donald Trump is strong. Donald Trump is strong. He, Amer the, the, the Japanese, the Chinese, and Russia, they know. America outspends all of them in armaments. But what they need is somebody they can talk to. With Obama, you can't talk to Obama. He's a piece of garbage. He puts a red line, a pink line, then it becomes a yellow line. That's what he is, a coward. He took, he was given a Nobel Prize for peace, and they bought him out. It's finished. He will not do anything that will create war. Donald Trump said from the beginning he can communicate with Putin. Putin said exactly the same thing. Russia is not the enemy of America, believe it or not. From my point of view, this is not the Soviet Union. What America was trying to do by encroaching on the western borders of Russia, that was stupid and that was wrong. Russia was invaded by Germany. Russia will never allow itself again, ever, to be invaded. Encroaching on Russia is not productive. Russia can be an excellent ally. Russia, under Putin, can be an excellent ally to America. You should never push Russia towards China. That's a big mistake. So if you, if, 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 if Donald Trump goes against China and goes against Russia, you're not going to win. Believe me. I'm not saying he shouldn't talk to them is with strength. I agree with him 100%. Bring back manufacturing back to America. 100% I agree with him. You want to put tariff, put tariff. 100% I agree with him. Jobs have got to go to back to America. The industries have got to go back to America. Yep. This is no dispute. But you can do it with dialogue. You've got to do it with dialogue, and as you said, from point of strength. And, uh, I mean, America is powerful. It is one of the most powerful nations on the planet. There's no question about that one. Everybody knows that. But they, everybody knows also that Obama is a piece of garbage. Nobody has respect for him. No Arab has respect for him. No Muslim has got respect for him. Nobody has any respect for him. That's it. Donald Trump will change all that. Hopefully. I agree with you. Hopefully. We have to wait and see. We have to wait and see. But I have really good feelings because we need change. To even conceive of another four years of Hillary Clinton, this is suicide. That will be the end of America forever. I mean it, honestly. The end of America forever. You're the fifth person in the last two days to say that, IQ. And I tend... I'm, I'm beginning to agree with you. I, it is, it is uh, uh, Dan Perkins uh, did a big piece last night on our show, uh, and he said, America at sunset, if we don't make the change. And Rudy Giuliani said it uh, in a speech that naturally the national media did not cover. Um, uh, he, he said it bluntly and uh, to the point, and, and all he got was a... Uh, picture on, on the Daily News front page with him with a big red nose. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. you, I mean, this is what the media is all just, about. It's just this is insane. what has dumbed Americans down for 60 years, the media. The worst enemy of the United States of America today and yesterday and the last 30, 40 years is not Islam and ISIS. It's your media. It's your academia. They are the criminals. They are the ones who dumbed down generation after generation. They are the ones who educated your children not to be exceptional, 
not to speak about American nationalism. Everybody is equal. All nations are equal. All religions are equal. Multiculturalism, bullcrap. Nationalism today is raising its head every country in Europe. Did you know that? Every country in Europe. Nationalism. Well, I, I, as a member of the media, I have to argue with you. Um, <laughs> I certainly don't think I w was and am, but... Um, no, I said, uh, I said most of them. I never said all of them, did I? No, no. Uh, I, um, you know, uh, I, I only have to say this, IQ. The people that I, when I became a young reporter and taught me would agree with you wholeheartedly. These were men and women who believed that you laid out the facts and let the uh, let the reader or the viewer decide. It's not what we have today. Uh, you, you won't get a, uh, an argument. Uh, one, re one reason I like Jiggy's show is while uh, we are definitely to the right of the spectrum, we, d we do try to put things in, in proper perspective. So... Uh, uh, and you, above all of us, IQ, I, I really believe, really tell it like it is. Thank you. No, really, I have, because I'll tell you the truth. It's so simple. It's infinitely simpler to tell the truth and tell the facts than to concoct lies. Because you have to remember what lies you made. This is why Hillary Clinton is such a corrupt woman. She can't remember the lies she made. She lies so many times under so many di different circumstances, it is impossible for her to remember. So when you tell the truth, because you're, you're always repeating exactly the same item. When I quote from the Quran, it's exactly the same verse. It can't change. That's why no human being can debate me the Quran and win. It is impossible. Not because I say so. It is because it's a reality. Um, care produced a, a, a comedy recently, uh, Islamophobian, I don't know if you know about it. Uh, no, tell me a little bit more. It's, it's supposed to be some kind of a drug or medicine that people who hate Muslims to take it and then all of a sudden they love Islam. It's called Islamophobin, a joke. <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding with you. And they, they really take it seriously. Because they are deceiving the Americans. Islam is the most corrupt, the most despicable belief system in the world. No Muslim can ever be loyal to the American Constitution. No Muslim can be loyal to the American people. Because the American people are called infidels kuffar. They don't believe. So if you have 3% of Americans who are Muslim, 97% of them are called kuffar, subject to Submission to Islam, conversion to Islam, or extermination. Anybody listening who disagrees with me, I would like them to have the backbone to call in. But you can't disagree with me. Because this is what Islam is all about. Islam, for 1400 years, under Muhammad, in the year 623 AD, declared total war against every human being who is not a Muslim. It will not stop unless they destroy us or we destroy them. That's all there is to it. Well, 
We we tried in the Crusades to do that. And we no, failed. no, 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 no. The Crusades did not try to destroy Islam. I'm not talking about killing people. Forget it. There are one and a half billion of them. No. I'm saying is this. If somebody is a Muslim, believes in Sharia, shouldn't be in anywhere in Europe, shouldn't be where in America, shouldn't be where in any country which is not Muslim. That's it. Finished. End of conversation. You don't like it? Go back to Pakistan, Afghanistan, wherever you want, is Sharia co uh, compliant? Go there. But you don't stay with us. Well, uh, let me change the subject for one minute and, uh, and let's talk ab uh, about uh, about this uh, young woman in Pakistan that was killed. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. I, and in fact, it, under Shira, under Pakistani law, her brother may get away with it. Um, do you think because it's called honor killing? Under honor killing, they can get away with everything. Under honor killing, the Muslim who commits it, he's saving Islam. Nothing will happen to him. Well, that's the same as saying you don't, you didn't intend to break the law, even though you broke it. No, 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 no. Please, please. This is Sharia. Sharia is on support of the male Muslim. The female in, in, of Islam, the female under Islam, is nothing but a step higher than domestic animal. To be raped, to be plundered, to be subjugated, to be educated to, to count maybe up to a hundred, and that's it. This is Islam. You cannot change it, I cannot change it, they cannot change it. Um, in America they killed uh, many times in America for honor killing, that means because a Muslim girl went with a Christian boy, they killed her, or she doesn't wear to hijab, they kill her. In England, in France, in Germany, it happens all over the world. By the way, it is not mandated in the Quran. The hijab is not in the Quran. The hijab is not part and parcel of their religion. No matter how many times they shout about it and say it's religion, bull crap, it doesn't exist. $100,000 says it doesn't exist. Any takers? The answer is no. What we have is stealth jihad. We must not allow Muslims to start Sharia. We must not allow genital mutilation, female genital mutilation. Nothing to do with Sharia must be allowed. Nothing to do against the Constitution of the United States of America should be allowed. Those who don't like it, you have a choice. Leave. I'm being very generous. I, I I have no re reply back. Thank you. You're 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 always very right about things. Thank you. God God willing, I'm always right. I'm trying to be. Honestly, in thirty years, I've never lied. Did you you know? Never. I don't have to lie. Why should I lie? The facts are infinitely worse than the fiction. There is you cannot. It is impossible to conceive of any author but Muhammad to concoct the Quran. He was depraved. He, go, he was a psychopath. He was a pathological narcissist. He had a miserable life from the day he was born. Did you know that he had no life when he, his mother, his father died when he was before, either just before he was born or just after he was born. He had no father. His mother never suckled him. 
She gave him to a suckling woman. So he is an empty, he was an empty vessel. He never heard beautiful voices from his wife, mother, uh, consoling him, hugging him, pouring love into him. He was an empty vessel. He had no love. So he, had, he grew up as a person completely without compassion, completely without decency, completely without any uh, humanity, nothing. He was so depraved, he was so evil, Satan couldn't be equal to him. I'm not kidding. How do I know that? Good God, it's so simple. Read the Hadith. The best book to read is a book written by a man called Muhammad ibn Ishaq, 140 years after Muhammad was dead. It's called Sirat Rasulullah, the biography of Muhammad. Sirat Rasulullah, it's in English by the way. Uh, it was translated by a man called Guillaume. Uh, if you Google his name, it's Guillaume, 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 Guillaume. Alfred Guillaume. <laughs> no, I just had to remember. Alfred Guillaume, amazing book. Donald, when you read it, you will know more about Muhammad you know more about Islam than the entirety of the Muslim world put together, except the ulama. I'm not kidding with you. It is an amazing book. All the depravities of Muhammad are written there. All of them. Who he murdered, how he murdered them, how he raped. Everything is written down. So I don't have to concoct anything. All I have to do is tell you guys, chapter so-and-so, book so-and-so, page so-and-so verse so and so end of conversation now uh, yeah. iq um i was i was in the process of uh trying to uh, uh talk to don earlier about this uh situation that took place a couple weeks ago you had a uh, an interesting uh opportunity to speak with one of your heroes and uh i wanted you to uh fill don in and give him some information on that show because it was uh it was very entertaining which one? Uh, Honestly, I'm having so many of them now. I can't even remember. It was the uh, oh, who was it? The, uh, the 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 gentleman that was here. The uh, the, the the former. Uh, I, I don't know if he was a former Muslim and had converted to Christianity or uh, or or what that was. Let me see here if I can find him in my uh, uh, Al Fadi, the, uh, the 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 Al Fadi gentleman. Who, uh, who I guess you're going to be going on a speaking tour or something with very soon. Uh, let me see here. The, uh, the 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 gentleman that was here that that we spoke with. Um, he, I guess you had uh, you'd been following him for some time. Uh, ah, the priest. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, that's the Coptic priest. That's yeah, Zachariah Putros. Yes, Zachariah Putros. Yes. Yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, Don, what happened? James was trying to introduce him to me. I said to James, "I said to James, this is you, you can't introduce him to me. He is my mentor." <laughs> so I was humbled for the first time in my life. No, he is really—he's a Coptic uh, Christian. His brother was mutilated by the Muslims for not uh, accepting Islam. And he became an authority on Islam. He is the foremost authority on uh, on Islam in the Arabic language, 
superior to any Muslim on the planet. Literally superior. Father uh, Zakaria Putrus, they have 50 million dollars fatwa on him to kill him. 50, five zero million. Wow. Yeah, yeah. No, no, he's an amazing character. Um, and he, what he does, he's got, a, he's got a TV program and he debates with Muslims trying to convert them. And according to him, in all these years, he only converted 500 Muslims, which is not much. Really, not much of an achievement. It just shows you how indoctrinated they are. It just shows you how brainless they are. I mean it, by the way. I tell you what, I'll, I'll bet $100,000 that you cannot find a single Muslim with two brain cells of logic when it comes to debating or discussing belief, politics, and history. I will pay him $100,000 if he can do that. Cannot be done. Out of 1,500 million people, you will not find a single one. They're completely closed mind. Completely, utterly closed mind. Yes. But, but those who convert out, they are a rarity. They are the ones who saw a vision, literally. They have to see uh, something extraordinary in their life for them to leave. Because they know the moment they leave and the moment their family knows about it, they're dead. Their father will kill them, their sister might kill them, their cousin will kill them. 100% guarantee they'll be killed. So it takes an enormous amount of not only rational thinking, but a lot of uh, willpower and courage to leave. And they do. Some of them do. But that's a rarity. Yes. Yes, very much a rarity. Now, uh, now, now Don, um, as we wrap up here, my friend uh, with IQ, um, before I let you guys get into your, your, your plugs and promotion, I, I, we do have a, a, a guest announcement for, I believe, uh, the, uh, the, the 30th. I, I think that is uh, the next time that uh, we are all going to get together. Um, that this, 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 this is going to be an interesting show. I, I, I believe it's, it's in a couple weeks on our, uh, our, our segment with Don and, and Dan. We're going to be chatting with, uh, a gentleman who represents the, uh, Black Men for Bernie and Team Bernie Los Angeles. Uh, they have requested to come on and talk to Dan and Don. So that should be an interesting deal, Don. Oh, what is that? What is that? The thirtieth? Uh, I believe so. Uh, I, I I just happened to. I I know that it's the next time that we get together on uh on uh our segment on Tuesdays. Hmm. Well, that uh, next uh, twenty seven. It'd be the twenty sixth. Twenty sixth. Yes. Yes, you are correct on that. Twenty sixth. Oh, oh, we'll, we'll love that one. Yeah. <laughs> I, IQ, I look forward to, I'm, uh, I, I promise, I've written it down in stone now. Uh, we, I will see you the first, uh, Wednesday in August, unless something changes, and, uh, yeah. by that time we'll have a lot more to talk about. God willing, we'll be all in good health, both of us. All of us, Definitely. in fact, not both of us, all of us. Definitely. Well, gentlemen, thank you very much, and uh, we've got to go. No, but, but thanks, gentlemen. Appreciate Take it. Care. Thank you. Bye -bye. Don Mazzella and IQ Rizzoli today here on our world-famous Chiggy Jaguar radio program. Coast to coast, to border to border, on TuneIn, iTunes, our radio loyalty, Red Nation Radio. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.